0: Love Talk Radio. It's time for the percolator. 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 It's time for the, perculator. Time for the percolator. The it's time for the percolator
1: Hey, this is Jorianne, the Coffee Psychic, and we're starting a little late tonight. So um, if you guys are out there and you still want to call in, this is a live call-in show. You can reach us at area code 347-633-9404, 347-633-9404. Tonight, we're going to be talking about the need for having fun in your life. And uh, we all have to have fun, but sometimes we don't think about it that way, do we? So I, tr- I changed up the uh, the songs on the show tonight because, you know, the first one wasn't working, so <laughs> I went to another coffee song. And I think some people are going like, wait, I don't recognize that song. I always open with Frank Sinatra's The Coffee Song. Tonight we opened with It's Time for the Percolator. So um, anyway, I've got a wonderful guest coming on with us tonight. Somebody who really knows how to have fun, uh, it's Ms. Kimberly Garner, and we're going to talk about the need for having fun in our lives, and uh, so let's welcome Kimberly to the show right now. Kimberly, can you hear me? I
2: can.
1: You can? Fantastic. I don't know why I'm having a hard time hearing you volume-wise. Can you pump up your volume there?
3: Can you hear me now?
1: It's very faint. Oh no! Hello. Hello. That, sounds, that sounds better. Hello. Can you hear me now? Yeah, it's getting a little better. Yes, hooray So how I are want to you? i up a little bit more. I'm great. How are you? Great. Very good. Very good. Um. So, so tonight's show um is about the topic of the need for having fun in our lives. And um, you um you Kim I've known you for uh I've known you for a long time in different ways and uh we've got a very nice friendship and um I think you know lately I've been having a lot more fun. I belong to a group uh, called Landmark Education and uh in the Landmark Education they've got a lot of different levels of um education and this is uh, an educational course that are it's for people, it's for organizations It's a course for self-empowerment. And I've been going, uh, I've been actually attending several years now, and the one course that they have is the Wisdom course. That's the one that I'm currently in. Uh, You've been in the Wisdom course, correct?
3: Yes, I have.
1: Yeah. And this course talks about really um, the need for having fun and how enriching your life can be when you have more fun. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't know that everyone wakes up in the morning and and says, I'm going to have fun. When you're you're taking this course, you actually kind of write it into your schedule to have more fun. So I wanted to have you on the show because I know that uh, we really have been having more fun lately. And I want to ask you, by having more fun in your life, has has that changed things in your life and how... How can people? What do you think people can do um, to have more fun in their lives, Kim? Good question.
3: Um, I think people actually just forget to have fun in general. Um, we're so busy with our lives, doing our work, and and uh, the things that are important
1: to important to us. Uh, so, fun is good. Fun is very good, and. Uh, I know that sometimes life can get you down you can you can have all sorts of uh life's experiences getting in the way, and um all of a sudden you're feeling down, you're feeling blue, um you're not laughing. I think sometimes not just having fun but making fun of things lightens the mood it you know it goes from being blue. To being, you know, you can be melancholy, but if you can literally make fun of yourself instead of getting upset and frustrated, or, you know, I don't want to say make fun of others, but, you know, (laughs) sometimes don't you just have to laugh at the things we do? Yes, we do. (laughs) Yep. And, And, I mean, I can look at myself sometimes, Kim, and I go like, I can't believe I just did that. Oh, my God. And then I start laughing. And um, and from a situation that could be uh, frustrating or upsetting, it's like, okay, well, if this was meant to happen, okay, but God, that was really funny, or uh, what that person did was weird, but that was kind of funny. They also say, uh, and this is another thing, well, I've learned this a long time ago, but um, also in Landmark, they say uh, when you reframe something by retelling the story in a humorous way. Sometimes we can actually find that we've become so significant or we've made ourselves so serious that when we take ourselves so seriously, you know, we lose the humor. Now, have you found that for yourself, Kim, that when we, has there been anything in your life that you've taken so seriously that you could have taken lighter and could have just had a better time with?
3: Um, yeah, actually, recently I I lost a job, so I, I definitely could have took that a little bit less serious.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Because some people don't realize all. that. Well, some people don't realize that sometimes losing a certain job, um, the way I look at it is God means for us to have something else. Although when we lose a job or have a divorce or a relationship break, you know, break up breaks up, we don't realize that God is getting ready to open a new door for us and to bring us something better. And I have found that for myself uh, through the many years of doing this spiritual work. I have seen some things start to go into a breakdown mode, not just for myself but for many other people. And it's like it truly is one door closes, another door opens. And I see things breaking down. I see things... um, kind of disassembling themselves, themselves, and suddenly something new comes in, and the whole thing just reassembles itself, and things are much greater. It's fantastic. But in the moment, we don't look at it that way. I mean, in the moment, we can't even see that it's a positive thing. Right. So I, I think if we can just hang on and... Um, and just kind of know that, hey, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Don't panic. Don't worry. It's going to be okay, even though it doesn't feel like it. That I think that just gives us um, a better sense of peace and the ability to move through something. And then I think, too, uh, if we're really feeling blue, it's a time to pull out the comedies. Yeah. Make yourself laugh. Do you ever do that? Um. Yeah. <laughs> like all the time, right? <laughs> yeah, all the time. All the time. Yeah, you know, for people that don't know you, I think you're one of the funniest people I know. And um, uh, when we hang out comedians? together, we are doing nothing but laughing, and I mean that seriously, you guys. We do nothing but laugh, and it's it's such a enjoyable, Enjoy peaceful. Say it again. I th- it's it's. It's very fun. It's very fun. It's very fun. So so I just think laughter is a, another form of healing. And, Kim, you're also a healer too, right? Yes, I am. Yes, you are. You're a Reiki healer. And uh, you've gone through a lot of um, experiences where the Reiki has uh, altered your life as well, right?
3: It, it has, yes. I'd like to speak a little bit about that, if that's Okay.
1: Yes, not a problem. Go ahead. I mean, we've we've got some people that are calling in. We'll get your questions in a couple of minutes if you guys can hang on. But for the people that are calling in, uh, if you guys have any stories about laughter in your life, you know, how you find things humorous, or if you'd like to try, if you guys have something going on in your life and you want to talk about it and maybe we can look at the funny side of it, you know, please, uh, please call in. We can talk about that as well. Okay, so Kim, what do you want to share with us about the uh, the Reiki?
3: Well, I, I had an opportunity. So I actually, um, I, I was a gift. It was a gift. I had the opportunity to um, go ahead and um, take some classes on the uh, with Reiki, Reiki One and mm-hmm. Reiki Two, and mm-hmm. um, become a, a, a practitioner. Is what they say
4: mm-hmm. at yep. uh,
3: Midwest Midwest Center for Reiki Advancement um, yeah. with Carrie Doolin, mm-hmm. and um, she's just a wonderful teacher. She's, I know that she's been doing this um, six years plus, and she's very passionate about it. So that's what I really love about her. Just want to acknowledge her just for a minute. Yay! And Amen. Um, you know, a couple, yeah, and a couple different things actually to share about that is in my experience, and actually taking that on is um, it really has altered. Um, I don't know just how I be with people lately, and the job loss. Um, I think it's made a significant difference. And um uh, my personal healing process with the job loss it was very hard for me. Um losing that mm-hmm. job. Yeah. So and um I've been able to have um some sessions with Terry and they've been extremely wonderful. Um, I just never felt so relaxed in my life, which is really great. Yep, mm-hmm. and and uh, just a whole sense of peace peace with that. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm very excited and I'm I'm I am i i want to go ahead and I wanna do some more training with her. I wanna do the next level um when that. Mm-hmm comes as you know, the next opportunity for myself when I'm able to do that.
1: Mhm. Yep, definitely. Beautiful, beautiful. I will tell you guys, um Terry Doolin, as you guys know, is my daughter. Uh she is an amazing and thank you, Kim, for that because uh Terry's an amazing healer. The last time I went to her, um I got a healing from her. She's taken now the new level of uh holy fire Reiki. Oh my God, isn't that a true statement? there was like fire coming out of her hands. And not only was I seeing these amazing spirits coming through her during the healings, oh, my God, it was just amazing. And the sense of lightness and freedom and, like you said, peacefulness that I experienced after having that healing, I was just amazed. And I've I've been a, a Reiki healer for, Jesus, I think 30 years. I think it's been 30 years. Um, 25, 30 years. And terry has been doing uh, healing with me for a long time, but she's been uh, involved in the Reiki uh, practice. Um, I don't know how many years, but it's been many, many years. So, And she's an amazing healer. So if any of you guys out there want to take um, any Reiki classes, uh the center is called the Midwest Center for Reiki Advancement. It's uh, Reiki Master Healer Terry Doolin. Um and her number is two one nine seven one two zero five zero seven. Again that number is uh two one nine um center uh zero seven excuse me. Midwest Center for Reiki Advancement. And you can get on her website and check it out. She's got uh, ongoing classes going. And she teaches children's Reiki. She teaches everything. Um, but, Kim, I want to say one of the things that I noticed is that uh, you and I, we started traveling. Um, we were laughing so hard. And I can tell you that since the uh, the Reiki and since, uh, you know, things becoming so much lighter, uh, your life has even changed dramatically with that. That's why I really wanted to talk about the need for having fun because when we're laughing at ourselves you know, um, and, again, making ourselves so significant, sometimes we just feel so heavy. And it's like, how can we get through a day when we're feeling so sad and heavy? And it's not to say that we shouldn't be feeling sad, but if we can step out of it and look at it and go like, you know what, it's going to be okay. I'm going to be fine. I can make it through this. I think the saying is God doesn't bring you through it. God doesn't bring you to it unless he can bring you through it, that kind of saying. you know. And I personally believe that that's very true. And I believe that there are a lot of things that we're supposed to be learning in life, and sometimes we have to go through these lessons. But um, I remember another saying that they have out there is that suffering is when we're in um, an argument with reality, which means we're not accepting the facts of what's happening. If we're suffering, that means we're not accepting what just happened. Oh, my boyfriend broke up with me. That's true, he did. Did I want him to? No. Does it hurt? Yes. But do I have to, you know, be the point and suffer through it? No, I can just go, he broke up with me. Okay, time for, put my, you know, emotions in order, go through the grief and the loss of the dream that I was hoping to have with him, and then get on with the day. And I'll bet you the next sweetheart you're going to find is going to be an amazing human being. You just have to make that space for him and be excited about it, that sort of thing. So, Kim, are you ready to take a couple of calls here? Sure. Good. And I need you to speak up again, Kim. It's getting a little soft again, okay? righty. Can you hear me better now? I can hear you better, ma'am. Alright. Okay. Let's let's see who we have online. Hello, caller.
5: Yes, hi, thank you for taking my phone call I didn't know if you were doing readings
1: You know what, I am, I am We were running a few minutes late tonight And um, so thank you for calling in anyway And what's your name?
2: My name is
5: Sue And I just wanted to see what you saw with my love life
1: Okay, are you in um, Are you in New York or the East Coast? Mm-hmm Okay, you have to be Sue With that beautiful uh, accent of yours
5: so, Oh, no, okay <laughs>
1: It's okay (laughs) So let me ask you this Are you having fun in your life, Sue?
5: Uh, yeah.
1: Good, good Yeah, amen But doesn't it make a difference for you? Yes Okay So where do you work hard at having fun? I guess that's the question I want to ask you Both Good That's important Because we can go right down the bowl with a tidy bowl, man, can't we? Yes Yes, ma'am. Just don't let that stuff take you over. So looking at the coffee, is your is your love life kind of going backwards a little, Sue?
5: Yeah, I'm dating, and um, I don't know where I stand, so I'm trying to date other people. I'm just looking for one person for relationships.
1: I I know this might sound crazy, but I get a sense of a cowboy or somebody that likes to wear a cowboy hat and maybe boots or something.
5: That's my type
1: that's what I'm seeing when that's Can you knock on my see? door
5: now, only kidding <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: do you know that I met my I met my second husband, <laughs> not like I've had a couple, excuse me, but <laughs> I met my second husband. he delivered my refrigerator to my front door
5: well, I don't I'm not gonna have anything delivered, but
1: <laughs> oh, come on, you're no fun. But what I'm saying is we never know how we're going to meet somebody. Some people say, oh, I don't leave my house. Well, you don't have to leave your house. It depends on... I I just talked
5: to a psychic, and they said four years. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't think so.
1: Now Say that again?
5: I just talked to a psychic, and they said four years. I don't think so.
1: Oh, I don't think four years, ma'am. But I get a sense of somebody in January. You'll have to call me back. Now, does that mean it's going to last... I don't know that it's going to last, but I see somebody coming into your life in January.
5: Oh. Okay. I'm not going to meet them until January?
1: Well, I see January here. So, again, here's my question to you. How proactive are you being and getting this done?
5: I am. I don't know about the cowboy, but I'm trying to go on dates.
1: Good girl. Are you doing any dating sites or anything like that? I'm doing
5: dating sites. Plus, I like someone now, so but I don't know how much they're interested in dating, stuff like that, but I'm trying.
1: Uh, the person that I see you interested in right now doesn't look like they can do a lot of dating right now.
5: Well, I I met him a month ago, but now I'm going on dates that I haven't met with other people, like coffee dates. Can yeah. I say his name because of the C, the person I like now? What's up with him?
1: It feels like he's very busy. Yeah, he is. Very busy, and it feels like his priorities are elsewhere, not on dating. He's got a how, about,
5: how about somebody from the past that begins with S?
1: Uh, that's a possibility, but some of the energy is dwindling there. I don't know if you guys really want to get together, seriously.
5: No, I do, but he hasn't called.
1: Yeah, well, I don't feel the energy being there, so. So remember, oh, what was that? I call? think we are talking about this last week. What's that what's that saying? Um if he's interested he'll call oh he's not just that he's just not that in, into me. Remember that movie? Yeah. Sometimes we don't want to read the signs and sometimes the signs are right there. That's that saying of being in an argument with reality. Either Do you it, think, is, or like
5: it is and I like now does he like me or he's just busy or
1: I think he's busy. And that's oh, I little. think Remember, yeah. I think Look around. Look around for somebody in January, Sue. Okay. And I want to tell you guys, if you want to get a full reading with me, right now, I, and this is a very good deal. I've got my buy a piece of my junk for a buck and get a reading at half price once a year garage sale special going on. And if you want to be on my email newsletter list, please please go to my website coffeepsychic.com. You know, join up for my free e newsletter. And uh, this is a real good time to get a reading from me at this point because you can then go ahead and, you know, check me out, try me out, see how good I am. I've got a 75 to 85% accuracy level, and uh, this would be a real good time to check me out. Um, Yeah, so so give me a call if you want a more in-depth reading, Sue. All right? All right, let's see who we have next here.
4: Hello. Hello.
5: Hi. Who is Hi, this? Darling. Jenna. Jenna, how are you? I'm doing all right. I'm like that other lady. I, I was, I was interested in, the, in the love. In the love situation. Is it going to happen? All right. or no. All right. Let
1: me take a quick look. A peek, Jenna. Where are you from? Me? Yes. What? what Chicago. Town? South side
5: oh yay! Okay. <laughs> 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 you Southside right, a a girl question? too, huh? You a you a Southside girl too? You bet I am. <laughs> <laughs> you bet okay. I am. Bridgeport. I was born and raised in
1: Chicago, Jenna. Okay. <laughs> yes, ma'am. And I know how that is. Okay, let's take a peek here. So let me ask you about the need for having fun in your life, Jenna. How do you – what does fun look like to you, and what do you do – what do you do for fun?
5: Uh, well, my idea of fun is being around people that's positive. Oh, beautiful. That's fun, because if you're positive, you're going to send out something positive, positive. And we'll just work with it. <laughs> mhm. It's true, though, right? Yeah. Do
1: you remember when you were a kid? Did your mom always say, "Get out of the house, go out and have fun"?
5: Yeah. <laughs> right. It's um, like that. Right. 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 But kids don't. Uh, at least on the West Side, you you better off staying in the house. There
1: Sad but true. Things have changed in our society these days. But there are still, but there are still ways of going out and having fun, right?
5: Yeah, yeah. You know, so getting together. Me? Say it again. So what about me? What am, what am I getting my prince charming? Or, or your
1: sweetheart, right? Yeah. Let's take a quick peek here. All right, I'm pouring the cream in the coffee. Well, it ta- Jenna, it looks like you should be finding a taller man
5: do you like tall men well I'm only five three and a half so I guess me too me too
1: and you know most of the men men I go out with are six six foot six foot two six foot three last one I dated was six foot four I think
5: alright so is this a professional basketball (laughs) (laughs) player?
1: no but I did meet one recently (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this guy was so tall. I was downtown in downtown Chicago, and I I passed the table we were at. It's actually a landmark conference we were doing. I passed this table and I had to stop. And I said, "Sir, are you a professional basketball pa- player?" He said, "Yes, ma'am, I am." He was so tall. I was going like, "You have to be." I mean, he was really he was so tall. I was going like, "Holy mackerel!" So uh, I saw Jenna. I saw a man getting down on his hands and knees in front of you. That kind of looks like a proposal to me.
5: Okay. Where at So I would I would
1: have to say somewhere, like no kidding, I think I think you are gonna have a proposal. Now I can't tell you when um what I can say is I can tell you that um there's gonna be a man in your life. He's eventually gonna to propose to you, and I think that's cool. Is it, is it anything to do with electrical,
5: electrical,
1: okay. or anything? It sounds like that. It sounds like that's a connection.
5: Right. Okay. All right. Nothing from the past, though, right? No, but do you have a woman mad at you right now, honey? Ah. Um, Probably my mother <laughs>
1: I see, I see a woman looking at you And she looks angry at you
5: Yeah, it's probably her
1: Sorry about that, can you get that fixed, honey?
5: Yeah, I guess do I things would
1: do it I would do it if time. you could
5: Yeah, time, you know Time heals a broken heart Yeah, but you know what? Sometimes
1: we don't have that time I want you to think about that Jenna All right
5: Sometimes
1: time flies by and then sometimes God calls people home and we don't have chances to fix it. And sometimes it happens too often than what we like to think about. So I'm just saying uh, whatever you guys have to do to forgive each other, I would go ahead and you want to remember, are you fighting to be right or are you fighting for the relationship? You're a mom. You know how mothers are. I I I got it and you're right, I am a mom, you know that. But sometimes you have to go, you know, okay God, whatever lesson I'm supposed to be learning, please help me through this and just let me continue to love this person. And yeah. sometimes that's all you can keep saying is I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Let's work this out.
5: Okay. But you okay. don't know when you don't know when the tall guys come in.
1: No, ma'am, but I think it's kind of nice because if I see somebody proposing to you, that means it's going to be a very sweet love relationship.
5: Oh, okay. Well, thank lucky, you, Jory. Lucky Doc Jenna.
1: My- <laughs> You're yeah. welcome. My- All right, Annie, you have a great night. Let us know what happens, okay? Okay. All right, take care. Good night. Hey, Miss Kimberly, how do you like that, a proposal? That's okay. Felt- Oh no! Hey, I gotta ask you to speak up a little bit more, okay?
2: Oh, can you not hear me again? I'm sorry. you Hear me better. I now? can,
1: I can, I can hear you. Oh Lordy! Next time we'll have to. Next time we'll have to try to go through Skype on the computer or something, okay? Oh yeah, that'd be better. Here, yeah, that would be better. Huh? Oh, I think. Can you hear me now? I can now. Yes. Woo! Okay. Yay! All right. Well, we're gonna I go to the next up. caller, Kim. We're going to go and let's see who we have online here. Hello, caller? Hi. Hi, who is this?
6: My name is Jacob.
1: Okay, Jacob, how are you?
6: I'm good, thank you. All um, right. Oh, I'm calling. My question is, um, do you see me getting a job mm-hmm. anytime soon, and if so, will it work out for me? Will it be a good job? Um, I am looking for employment, and I just moved from a city that I was living in. So my question is, do you see me getting a job anytime soon?
1: Okay, let me take a peek here, Jacob. Hey, are you looking at doing some temporary employment?
6: Um, Yeah. Like temp
1: agencies or something? Because I see you going to a temp agency is where I see you going. Okay. And if you haven't done that yet, I would.
6: Okay. And also I see
1: you being very creative, Jacob.
6: Yes, I like
1: like like to write. Sir, you're very creative. Right. Very artistic. Like you should be in the arts somehow. But I think you're going to be, I don't want to say stuck in an office, but I, I think thrive in an office but still need to have outside um outside sources to get some of your needs met for your creativity. Okay. Can I ask what you do for work?
6: I don't work right now. So No, no. what do
1: you like what do you like doing, honey?
6: Um, you know, I was, it's funny that you say the creative thing because, um, I was actually looking into yoga for, uh, to get a yoga certificate, teaching certificate. Um, so.
1: Why don't you also become a healer too?
6: Yeah, I'm really into Reiki and there's a Reiki place around here, so.
1: Yes, I um, I tell people, certified. I don't care where you get your Reiki from, your Reiki training, please get it because it's, it's extending the healing of the planet Earth and everything also. The more we do Reiki healing, the more people heal and, you know, they let go of the negativity, they bring in the positivity, and oh, it's just amazing. So I would do the Reiki, Jacob. I really see you in an office doing uh, temp to perm, permanent work. And, uh, okay. and in that process, then, if you're going to get your yoga, oh, my God, honey, you are you are going to be a rocking good teacher.
6: Thank you. <laughs>
1: and, you know, tonight's, tonight's topic is the need for having fun in your life. You know, you can really make people laugh, Jacob. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, good luck. So let us know what happens, okay?
6: Okay, I will. Thank you very All much.
1: Right. Yes, sir. God bless you. Oh my god, I would love to take Reiki with Jacob. That would be so much fun, you guys. Can you hear the can you hear how Jacob is a very gentle soul, gentle spirit, and how much fun that would be? Wouldn't that be fun, Kim?
3: Yes.
1: Okay, so we're gonna go to the next caller here. Hello caller. Hi. Hi, who is this?
5: This is Melissa.
1: Hi, Melissa. Where are you calling from? Oregon. I love Oregon, Melissa. <laughs> I met you in person. <laughs> you did, right? I did a long time ago. Yes, ma'am. I had I had been doing a radio show out in Oregon for many years, and um, I flew out to Oregon. Oh, my God, we had such a great time. Yeah, you need to do it again. I would love that. I, you know what, if you want to tell any of the DJs out in Oregon uh, that that they think or that you think I'd be good on their show, let let them know, and I'll be on their show again out there. I'll do that. I do know one DJ, so next time I see him, I will definitely do that. You, I'd, I'd love to be a guest out there. So what's your question tonight, Melissa? Well, I'm going to be applying to grad school, and they're all in uh, different states. So I was wondering if you could... Tell me which state I'm gonna be moving to. Alright, you tell me the states and I'll tell you where it looks. The best. Uh let's see, Washington. Okay. Idaho, Arizona. No no, no on the Idaho.
2: No Arizona. Idaho. Arizona? Eh. eh. Uh Nevada?
1: Washington so far feels the best. Nevada? Nevada feels okay. Washington feels the best so far. What else?
3: Washington's my first choice, and then uh, Montana.
1: Montana feels peaceful. Now I don't know that Montana's so far away from you, but when I when I feel the best of these, Washington feels like number one to me, and Nevada feels okay, and then Montana. But Montana, those would be the only three I'd really pick between. But Washington feels the best. Yeah, that would. I know people there, so that one would be the best. Am I going to get in? Um, well, I think between I think between Washington and what was the other one I said was good? Nevada. Nevada, Nevada, and uh, Montana. Montana almost feels like you could get there, but I hope you. I hope you get Washington or Nevada. Okay. Try real hard for Washington, honey. I am. And do you see my butt. what do you see my boyfriend going in with me? I think that man will follow you anywhere, Melissa. Yeah, Washington would probably be the only one that he would move with me, but I wasn't sure I wanted
2: him to. So <laughs>
1: Well, again, that's a whole different story though, isn't it?
2: <laughs> it is. <laughs> that's
1: a whole different story. If you don't want him to, then don't create that reality. But if you want him to, then work on creating that reality, honey. Right. Which is why I was thinking more like Arizona because
5: yeah, I know he wouldn't move there, so. <laughs> that's oh, my. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs>
1: yeah, so, you know what? So it kind of sounds like you've made a decision that you'd rather not have him in your life, right? Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with that, Melissa. It's a matter of um working out the details, and then letting him know that you're in a position where you want to make a break and you want to start a new life without him. And I know that can be painful, but sometimes we have to have those conversations. Yeah. Well, we, we did break up for about five months, um, and then we got back together, but he he, he tried really hard for a while. Yeah. Slipping back into his old ways, is he? He Yeah. Well, you know what, I'll tell you what, if he wants to be with you, you know, I tell people, uh, I normally don't talk about the Landmark program on the show, but it's an amazing program for personal growth and transformation. And um, I would say, you know, people can call the number to call for the Chicago land area, and then they can refer you to any of the other locations. It's a worldwide organization. That number is 312-440-3440. A lot of personal growth and transformation can be had for yourself, companies I know certain companies will not hire an employee unless they agree to go to this program. Because they want people to be mentally healthy and uh it's really an amazing program. So you could actually ask him to go. And um you know, that might change your mind about the relationship with him. That's a possibility, so
2: Yeah, that that sounds very interesting.
1: Yeah, and it also might be something that you would really love to embrace yourself for for more positive changes in your life. And again, you know, Landmark always says you're perfect the way you are. It just uh, This program helps you see your blind spots. You know, there are a lot of things we Mm want to do and create in our world, and sometimes we have these blind spots, these blocks that get in our way, and it just kind of helps you identify those things and it helps you create some amazing, amazing experiences in your life. And it's called so, Landmark. Landmarkeducation.com. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So give Sounds me a very interesting. One. I I will. Yes. Yes. Well. Good luck with that move. Okay. All right. Thanks. All right. Hey. Good luck, Melissa. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye now. Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, Kim, Kim Kimberly, can you hear me? Okay, got to speak up again. I'm not sure what the, why the volume uh, thing is there, but uh, I know that I've seen in uh, the landmark program how some couples have gone in and sometimes they're ready for a breakup and they take the program together or separately and they go like, oh, my God, I didn't realize I was thinking this way about you. And they suddenly get everything cleared up. And sometimes they have amazing relationships or sometimes – you know, I mean they start out on a whole new path together and then sometimes they do break up with a lot of honor and respect and they say, Well, it's okay that we can move past this and uh get on to creating lives for ourselves. It's really a great a great program to go to. Okay, well I I think we've got a couple more callers and I cannot believe how quickly this time is flying by here right now. Uh, we started a little later, and I think we can uh, stay stand a little late here. So let's see who we have next online.
2: Hello, caller. Hi, Joanne. How are you?
1: I'm good. Who is this?
2: This is Pat. I'm in yeah, Connecticut.
1: Connecticut. Connecticut. Thank you, yeah. Pat. Hey, so what do you think about fun in your life, Pat?
2: Oh, God, I haven't had it for years and years and years and years. Just trying to survive, but I'm also I have been working. I, you know, years ago, five years ago, I decided to change my patterns and everything. And it's interesting; everything got worse. So I guess that was meant to be because I've been working on myself for a long time. And I'm wow, hanging you're in so there.
1: Girl. Good for you. Yeah.
2: So let me um, ask you this:
1: What did you find out about yourself, Pat? Because people don't take that on, and that's a hard journey to go through. When you work on yourself, you're confronting all of your belief systems. You're confronting your ego, which keeps us alive.
2: I tell you, it doesn't end with me, but what have I found out? So many, so many things. But I think the biggest thing is I've never been afraid of the truth, and that's why I've been able to grow. The truth hurts. The truth is painful and heartbreaking. But the moment you you hit on truth, you you begin to heal, and you you get some strength back, and, you get yourself back, so yeah. um that's one big thing um i i my life this is this has gotta be karma because the hardships just don't end, and um I get more and more and more humble and and I thought years ago I was completely humble, but no, it just keeps going and going, and I'm almost stripped of everything, and I think you know this for some reason it's hard for me to connect to god and i think this is the ultimate purpose and i keep needing to be stripped because maybe something else in me is so stubborn that wow. that i'm still refusing it i don't know That's i'm 62 beautiful. i'm 62 wow. and i'm full of questions and joanne and i really it's so wonderful to connect with you i should be asking for myself and maybe you could just give me a quick overview but i want to ask you Um, because you're perfect for this question. I just moved to a new live-in caretaking situation and walking my dog, I found a gravestone on the property. And I asked the um, mother of the house, the wife, what this was, and she said it was, I'm in Guilford, Connecticut, on the shore. She said it was an English sailor that drowned at sea and was never able to return home. So they built a nice protective thing around it, but I was wondering if you could tell me something about him, and and I also I think I feel a very nice energy in this house. So could you tell me any of that? And and if you can, could you just tell me how, where I'm going, how I'm doing in my new situation? Well, I've moved for times. Let me
1: see this, to you, Pat. Let me let me see this, to you. I think you've probably been a nun in a past life, and I don't know if that if you connect to that or not right now. But I like a nun or a monk something like that, and um, and it, I really get, like, you're on such a high spiritual path that what you're really trying to learn is that none of this material world matters.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Nothing.
2: And it's getting so much so that it's almost getting a little bizarre. <laughs> you yeah, know.
1: but um. but if you, if you go into a state of meditation, Pat, and you get connected to your higher self, in that state of meditation – you should be feeling that nothing else is around you, just you and God, you and your connection to the higher universe, creative consciousness, I don't care what you want to call, the, about, okay. or I, I am that I am, right?
3: Okay. But
1: I get that your connection is that, uh, like your lesson, is that nothing in this physical world matters because you are connected to God. And that's what I'm getting about what you're going through right now. And when I also feel your presence, I get such a strong Native American sense about yeah. you, and yeah. I and I see these dead Native American spirits, you know, the elders, completely watching over you and embracing you while you're going through this this journey. Wow. This path.
2: Wow. Can it's you? It's almost uh,
1: like it's almost like they're covering you for every step you're taking, like. You know, it's like the—I don't know. I, you know that path of tears or something. I don't know what I'm talking about yes. here, but I've Relative. got such goosebumps.
2: Wow. Go ahead. Yeah. That I mean, I'm completely
1: covered with goosebumps with these Native American elders watching over you. So,
2: bigger lesson.
1: Bigger lesson. I'm sorry, Pat. Go ahead.
2: That's okay. Maybe that's what I'm feeling as far as spirits around here. Um, what can you give me advice on meditating? You know, I, I resist it like a a bratty child. I mean, I just won't do it.
1: Right. That's that's your that's probably your ego with that kind of fear of success kind of thing, or you know, you probably have you can't tell me what to do, you can't make me do it kind of thing.
2: A little and, bit, yeah. And and, and then there's post traumatic stress, so I never want to sit down and relax. I have to keep vigil, you know?
1: Yes, yes. And that's okay because when you finally die and you're on the other side, you'd be laughing at yourself going like, are you kidding me? Like, really? I mean, we do that, right?
2: Really? That's interesting.
1: Yeah, so if you can just go ahead and just say, you know, they say there's a a book out there that says feel the fear but do it anyway. Okay. So if there's something fearful that you're afraid of confronting in that state, you're really going to want to do it because it's just an experience. I'm also a hypnotherapist and we always have a lot of fears that block us from things. And yeah. um, when you're able to go it, if something was so bad or difficult, you know, you can reframe it and you mm-hmm. can, uh, through a, a trance-like state, build yourself up to be 10 times bigger or rearrange the circumstances in your mind, so it's not that. Or you can like, like I said, you can look at it and try to make a humorous story out of it. Not, not everything is funny, but sometimes we can create it where it's not as bad as what it was, or how we, how bad we took it. Okay. To lighten okay. the load. But in a meditative state, if you can get some meditation CDs, that would be so amazing for you because, uh, for you, Pat, I just get you going into meditation, and once you're connected to your higher source. Nothing uh-huh. else is going to matter. Nothing. Wow. Nothing. Wow. And then I get this this caretaking thing that you're doing. I get that this is a karmic relationship that you have with this other person. And I'm not sure if there's going to be any stress there, but what, what relationship doesn't have that? I just get that you're going to be such a contribution to this person, and they're going to be so grateful that you're there.
2: Is it to the man I'm taking care of or the daughter-in-law? Uh, I'm grateful. not sure
1: who it is. Somebody's going to be okay. very grateful that you're there.
2: Okay, good. What about the sailor?
1: Um, the sailor, I would, if, you know, if you're drawn to him, I could do. I, I think you could do some meditation or just start sending some light to him, and uh, okay. just see him, it completely surrounded by light. That's what I'd be doing.
2: Okay, and do you I see think you're animal? there to? Go ahead. I
1: think you're there to help him. And, you know, what? our time's almost over, so I've got to run okay. now. But, Pat, Thank really you. think of, you. Hey, God bless you. Have a great day.
2: God bless you so much. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Bye. All
2: right.
1: Bye now. Okay, and you know what? I think we have time for one. Let me see. Do we have one more caller here? Let's take one more caller.
5: Hi Hello, there. Caller? Hi, who is there? Oh, it? I got on.
7: Yay! I didn't think I'd get... Hi, thank you for taking my call.
2: You're welcome. What's thank your name? You.
7: My name's Sharon. Sharon. Hey, Sharon,
1: where are you calling in from?
7: Ohio. It's the first time I've called the show, actually.
1: Oh, welcome to the show.
7: Welcome to the show. Thank you.
1: So how do you thank have
7: you. fun? Oh, my goodness. This past year, I haven't. I've been too busy trying to find work. Oh, no. Oh, love- no. Oh, no. I love animals. I love my dog. I love my family. You know, and I I like to do the stairmaster too. That I, a lot of people say meditate. I do the yes. stairmaster. That's what does it for me. And I pray while I'm on it. Honestly, okay. God. So that and yeah. So that's what I do.
1: Wow, good for you. When I was doing some laps around this one location, I used to pray all the time too. I think that's very cool. Oh. Yes, and it is. It's me- it's very meditative. I know. Yes. Yes.
7: I'm like. Can I ask a question, a real quick question? Yes, you can well um i there's three jobs that are pending i one of them I just got today. they hired someone from inner office, so I didn't get that one. There's okay. two other ones they set up I'm still contenders. Do you see yes. me finding employment soon
1: i It almost feels now I could be wrong if I'm wrong, I hope you please forgive me, but I think you're supposed to be get, getting like the second job or something. It kind of feels like.
7: There, yeah, okay. There, all three of them, I would have taken any one of them. There's all three great jobs. I know it's coming. I know it in my heart. You really yes. think it's one of these that I've already applied for?
1: I'm kind of thinking it is.
7: Okay.
1: If it um, isn't, then you'll get, like, the next second job. But I'm hearing second job, so I think it's one that you've already applied for. Otherwise, it'll be, like, a second job coming.
7: Okay. Um. I'm hearing second. Do you feel it'll be do you, I know timing is so hard. You're not God. Do you feel it coming right. soon, by by Christmas, by Thanksgiving? Uh, this is what I'll tell you, and I and I don't mean
1: to uh, sound crazy. I know for sure you'll be very fully, satisfyingly employed by March 6th, I think it is. And it's not like you've got to wait. You probably have a different job before then. But I see you sitting at a desk, putting all your stuff in on this desk, and you're like, good. And like so satisfying and happy and it looks like March sixth to me.
7: Maybe I'll be settled in there. Oh my God, that seems like so far. I hope it's one of these two jobs. Oh my gosh.
1: Me too. And you, I think it's gonna I think something's gonna be sooner, but the picture that I get of you at this desk looks like March sixth. So you'll have but to give you me have some to... feedback and let me know what that means, okay?
7: All right, I will. Okay. All right.
1: Sharon, thanks so Thank much for you. calling. Have a good day. Are <laughs> you too. All right. Good night, now. Bye, bye. Bye. Kimberly, can you hear me? Yes. All right. Can you speak up again a little bit? I, I'm sure it's I, something with I, the connections here.
3: I'm sorry.
1: Can you hear me now? I can hear you better now. So uh, I yes. want to, I want to say thank you so much for joining me on the show. It's always. Um, Uh, I always love having guests on, and you're an amazing person. And i got to tell you, if people need to learn how to have fun, they really should meet you. I'm not joking because, again, (laughs) like you said, you had a lot of stress in your life. You know, you lost your job, but, you know, you did the Reiki training, and um, I don't know if it was the Reiki that changed things or just getting out more and saying, screw it, I lost my job, but, damn it, I'm going to have fun anyway. And that's all you've been doing since. And it seems like since you've decided to have so much fun, you've had a lot more job opportunities coming your way. And uh, things are looking better in that direction. So I think that's fascinating. And um, I just want to say thanks for being having you on the show. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. We will do this again. I want to say thanks to everybody for joining us tonight. Um we are closing the show tonight. This is Jory the Coffee Psychic, your host. Uh, again, if you guys would like to get, uh, try me out. This is a real good deal. It is a once a year only. Buy a piece of my junk for a buck, getting reading at half price. Um, and again, uh, my number is 219 940 9292. Please check me out on coffeepsychic.com and you can join us right back here. Uh, next week on Your Psychic Connection here at Blog Talk Radio. Good night, everybody.